Yeah, what we talking about? Mind of melanin and medicine. I'm in my element. Plus, I'm heaven sick. Yeah, what we talking about? Mind of melanin and medicine. I'm in my element. Plus, I'm heaven sick. Yeah, what we talking about? Hey guys, welcome back to Mind, Melanin, and Medicine. So, on last week's episode, we covered dating as a professional, and we were able to look at it from both the married and single perspective. Now, on this episode, we're going to discuss friends in the workplace, or lack thereof. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, as we all know, coming into a new job, or a new workplace, you, of course, want to have somebody that you can relate to, someone you can count on, and call yep. your friend or work bestie. Oh, that's my bestie. Your work bestie. My that's best my friend. Bestie. That's my bestie. Go bestie. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell y'all, you can't always trust everybody. Like, period. Girl. At all. Listen. Cause they they trifling, conniving, backstabbing, no good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why are we going in on these coworkers right now, <laughs> girl? Listen, because we've experienced it. <laughs> oh boy, this is. Oh my gosh! So I mean, you, Terika, come on now. You gotta admit, you know, you've had that one or two or three or four coworkers. That just, you know, they be kind of hating on you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Hating on Don't the elbow. Listen. On the Listen. low. Well, you've had it too. So it sounds like you've had a pretty good, juicy experience about these hating coworkers. So, mm. um, yeah, why don't you get into it? <laughs> okay. So picture this. Boom. There I was. Circa 2014, brand new nurse, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so honestly, I've probably been a nurse for like eight months. Um, and I had this particular coworker who'd been a nurse for maybe like two or three years at the time. And she wanted to be the charge nurse, which is fine, sis. Go mm-hmm. after it. More <laughs> power to you. <laughs> However, I guess my boss at the time saw just a little bit more glimmer of ambition and zest inside of me. I don't really know. I didn't even want to do it. But there came a position open that we had to, um, they needed an extra night shift charge nurse. And so this particular uh, coworker, girl, if our bodies could turn green 
and <laughs> horns could come out of her, our head. She literally did just about everything. Like she literally put my life under a magnifying glass and scrutinized me so badly. Like, I don't know why Akita gets to uh, be in this position. Like she's Ooh. only been a nurse for eight months and I'm over here like, sis, you can I, have it. I don't look. want to do it. Like <laughs> you're right. But clearly, clearly they see something in me and clearly you've made some mistakes along the way or something that, um, doesn't really make you a viable candidate at this point. Mm. And so it started off as she was trying to be like super, super nice. And that's why I say, you know, they're backstabbing and a little conniving and stuff like that, because you really have to, to be careful because she started off being super, super nice to me, trying to be my friend, trying to get on my side. And then like, I don't, I may have made like some small mistake. I don't even remember mm -hmm. what it was. That's how insignificant it was. But no sooner than the mistake was made was she going around there telling people, oh, did you know Akita did this? And how are you going to be a charge oh, nurse and wow. you're doing that? And it's like, sis, come on now. This like, is trifling. This is on, real girl. bad. This yeah. is real bad. Girl. Like <laughs> girl. Girl. And so fast forward, she never got an opportunity to, to really have the leadership position that she wanted to be in. And so she went off to go do other nursing things, travel mm -hmm. nursing, that type of stuff, and came back after a year or so. And I was still there and um, we had a uh, like a nurse compliment box, basically. Uh -huh. And one of one of the uh, one of my coworker friends was actually a really good friend of mine. Um, she put she put in basically a ballot for me saying, hey, you know, I think that she deserves this award because she's super helpful, blah, 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 whatever. Uh -huh. And so don't you know, this girl came back and opened up the box and took the ballot out because she was like, everybody Stop. thinks that she's so, I'm not lying. To, I wish I was making this up, girl. She was like, everybody <sighs> thinks that she's so great. Ever since she's been here, people think that she's just so amazing. Like she's really not that great. And literally I took the ballot out and told the girl that she was going to take her ballot out. So of course the girl who's my friend came back and was like, oh, by the way, she took, I, I did this and she took the ballot out. And I was like, yo, you gotta be, you gotta what? be kidding me. Like you've left come back and you still hating on me girl what? like you you have Baby. a serious problem she's and got a serious problem and you gotta be listen and you gotta be careful because when i confronted her about it because i'm not gonna be passive and be like oh okay well no we're gonna talk about it let's talk about it mm -hmm. so i heard that you know you took my ballot out like what's going on tell me what the problem is. no you know i i did do it but it was it was like a joke we were all laughing Girl, I, I don't think that's funny at all Girl, i don't think right. that's funny at all and if you you know what i don't i don't do well with this this slick underhand type of stuff that you doing and i don't move that way so if that's how you move and we don't have to correspond at all like mm -hmm. i don't have to exchange words with you at all it doesn't like mm -hmm. you don't have to be fake you ain't got a smile in my face we barely even have to work together like of course i'm always going to take care of um the patients and do what's best for the patient so if you have a patient and you need my help of course i'm going to be there but outside of that we don't have to have any type of correspondence. You don't even right. have to look at me. You ain't going to say my name. You know what I'm right. saying? So right. I, <laughs> and this is early Akita, you know, so. Brand new Akita. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or yeah. early Akita so, then like attitude, uh, like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wasn't as tactful and diplomatic as oh, I am okay, now. Gotcha. That, that Akita. <laughs> okay. Okay. Girl, so, <laughs> yes, girl. So my eyebrows standing on top of my forehead and I'm like, listen, <laughs> but you know, through therapy and, and a lot of Jesus. Oh my God. 
You brand new. You are healed. You are a new Girl, person. Girl, I, I am delivered. Delivered. Deliver me, oh Lord. <laughs> yes, I, I, I can say um, the best way to handle those type of people. I do think that it is important to be very direct and not to be passive. I do think it is very important to, because, you know, in previous episodes, I know that we also addressed being dubbed the angry black woman. And so mm. you have to kind of, um, you have to be able to express your frustrations and even the challenges that you're facing with another person in a very healthy way, because you don't ever want to be the person that's like giving them a reason to not like you outside of whatever reason mm -hmm. they already have. Mm -hmm. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I, I, I don't think that, um, I don't think, or I, I do think that the way I chose to confront her was appropriate. I mm -hmm. don't think that I, my verbiage was appropriate. So I probably <laughs> would say, you know, think about what you're going to say, um, beforehand, yeah. but I definitely, yeah. for the people who are listening out there right now, I definitely think that it's something that you need to actively have. And then, you know, you, you can always, um, work up. Um, and so you start with that person and you can escalate accordingly and appropriately if the conflict isn't resolved, um, between you two. So you yeah. live, you learn, you make yeah. mistakes. Yeah. But yeah. you should have told, you should have yeah. told, favor ain't fair, honey. Okay. You mad about, Listen. you know, she's mad about you being a charge nurse. Ooh, Ooh, a charge nurse. Exactly. Hey, yes. And that's a lot of work. Being a charge girl. nurse is a lot of work. And right. um, but I guess you're you're mad because girl, you're mad because I have to work harder. You can have it. Like I'm, yes, <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal. But no. you know, some people want that title. Not, some people just want that title. They do. So they do. They do. What like, about you? you know? Have you had a similar experience? Um, you know what? I can't recall anything that uh, intense. <laughs> <laughs> at all but yeah I've had experiences like for me more so it's been like people coming to me to discuss another co-worker and I don't I don't I don't tolerate that so um mm. because I'm like if you're coming to me to talk about this person and then you go and smile in this person's face like you're fake and boom I'm cutting right. you off like right there like I, I know then right. that you can't be trusted um but I have mm -hmm. you know had conversations with co-workers who you know are like oh yeah well you know so and so said this about you blah 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 mm -hmm. um and I have com confronted people before about it um but it wasn't anything I really can't recall like all of the you know like the story behind mm -hmm. uh -huh. behind most of uh -huh. it but I just I observe things and I know especially going into like a new any type of um, like new work environment feel the vibes like like look at people's vibes how they operate how they interact with other people how they interact with you and even how they look at you like i've had one mm -hmm. co-worker um previously who would just give like these weird starings like just a weird look and i would have to be like what is what's wrong with your face fix your face like why are you looking at that and i just know because she did not like the person we were working with at the time and so uh -huh. It was just like anything uh -huh. that person said, she just had this disgusted look on her face and I just could not. Oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, I will always have to tell that girl, like, you need to fix your face. And I really just feel like, 
you know, she just didn't want to be around us. Um, you know, she was not our race, of course. Um, and then mm -hmm. I, I just won't mm -hmm. really disclose what race she was. Um, but right. Right. You know, it's just you wonder sometimes like why people, you know, who work with you feel as if, you know, they have this underlying hate or mm -hmm. sabotaging type attitude towards you. And it happens a right. lot more than we realize. And you just you just it have does. to be careful. You just have right. to be careful. Right. Girl, girl. But on the flip side, have you had some really positive um like friendships that you've made from nursing and working as a nurse oh, yeah. practitioner. Oh, okay. yeah. So, That's reassuring. Yes. Then. Everything isn't horrible and you can't Yay. trust absolutely no one. Right. <laughs> I think that, that's definitely like the million dollar question. Like, can you have this, you know, a work friend, work bestie or whatever? And oh, most definitely. Like you absolutely can. Shout out to my girl, Coco. If you are listening, like I still like, hey, I met her. <laughs> <laughs> That's our nickname, but you know, I met her actually in my very first nursing job and she just has had such an impact in my life. Uh, I do consider us to be close and to this day, uh, we still keep in touch. We have traveled together. We've gone to Vegas. Uh, she is, you know, all over as far as like with traveling and stuff. Awesome. And yeah, so like I, I was able to make Vegas with her. Um, but yeah, it, she's been a really good person in my life. Very helpful. And we, the things we talk about are just, you know, they are just yeah, they're it, great. It, it transcends nursing, I'm sure. Like, it's not even about nursing stuff anymore. Sometimes no, no, talk about, it's like, personal. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah, absolutely exactly. personal, <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, exactly. Um, but yes, she is somebody who I, I consider to be a dear friend um, and close to my heart. So... It, it, it there's a happy yeah. ending folks okay <laughs> there is there is and let me tell you so i i started off with a cohort of amazing co-workers so you know there's that one isolated horrible story that you're probably going to tell you know anyone who you talk to anyone that you serve as a mentor to or anything like that but on that same token my first job as a nurse i mean there were some some shortcomings to it in terms of just nursing itself and the things that I think everyone experiences with nursing, mm -hmm. like being short staff and that type of stuff. But the family yes. dynamic that we had, oh my God, like we were literally like brothers and sisters. We took care of each Aww. other. Yes. And I still sweet. have a friend. I have a friend to this day. She's really like a big sister to me. I was telling you about her earlier. Like she is phenomenal and it's, it's so much past nursing. It's like, no, like she knows every personal detail of my life at this point. And I trust mm -hmm. this girl more than people that I've known more than half my life. Years, you know, and I've only yeah. known her. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I've probably known her about six, six or seven years or something like that. But literally trust this girl with my life. And so, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, there's a happy ending to it. I think that the biggest take home point is, you know how they say, find your tribe and love them hard. So it's yes. like. Find the people, find like-minded people, find people who are interested in the same thing as you and, mm -hmm. you know, find people who have the same work ethic as you do. Find people who are going to push you, people who are going to be excited to be, you know, to, to see you grow in your profession. 
exactly. and be with those people. Don't, don't be around people who want to suck life from you um, mm-hmm. or who want to only take away from you or only want to be around you when you're not doing so well or when you're newer and in a, a worse part or not a worse part, but you know, in a, when you're not in a extravagant place mm-hmm. in nursing mm-hmm. and they can kind of shine on you a little bit and like make yeah. themselves look good, if that makes sense. Those are the type mm-hmm. of people that you don't want to be around. Like, yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll figure them out real soon. Real oh, girl. quick. But what about, take long. <laughs> what about, girl, but what about the, the older nurses? Like okay. the ones who have been nurses. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell, let me tell y'all. Okay. So honestly, to be completely honest, like I personally just have not had the best experience with older nurses. Shout out to the older nurses. Um, but from my experience, in the nursing field baby when they say the the quote the nurses will eat the young that is true like every single um thing i don't know i feel like they just would talk and i guess i worked with them more so when i was a little bit like a brand new nurse or whatever but right. they just from my experience talk to you in a condescending manner or, you know, they don't really try to get to know you um, personally. And it may just be because of the age gap or the, you know, the generation gap. I can understand that. Yeah. But it, I just have not really had a pleasant experience with older nurses for some reason. You know, what Girl, about, you? I mean, have you? I'm going to sum it up in one word. <laughs> they think they're your mama. And my mama <laughs> lives two hours you not okay and you know i i started nursing when i was 21 i started in the nurse so i i also still kind of had a little bit of a um almost like childlike mentality in terms of when it was working with older people like i'm always going to be super respectful and very like revering towards them and really feel like you know their word is not gold, but they've been doing this for 20 years and right, they probably really right. know what they're talking about. And girl, some of them don't bit more be knowing. So be careful, y'all. Medicine changes too medicine in the way changes, that you practice. And a lot of people don't like to change. Yes, it exactly. It. exactly. They're stuck, you know, in their ways. And I'm like, sis, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's 20 years, you know, whatever. <laughs> The new new right, generation right. come on let's get it together right right and they definitely the older um the older nurses definitely come with a wealth of knowledge absolutely but at the same time i feel like my experience in it has been more or less let me just tell you what to do let me you know if, if things aren't yeah. going my way then i don't want to have anything to do with you and right girl they get just as upset if you end up in leadership positions because they don't want to listen to you and it's just like that's listen. true that's true and I, it just it was very difficult for me to tell someone at 21 through 23 how to do their job better or things that they were were maybe lacking in and you've been doing this for 22 years like here right. i am a 22 year old you've been doing this as long as i've been living it was difficult for me and we i at this point i feel like we're gonna have to have a whole conversation about you right. know a whole nother episode about <laughs> when you're young <laughs> and you're in charge so anyway yeah it was, girl, it's frustrating it's super frustrating it, it really is but, but you know on, 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 Go ahead. No, you go. <laughs> okay. 
But on that flip side, I will say I do have several older nurses who really ended up like taking me under their wing and, you know, really had my best intention in mind. You know, they would say, hey, nursing is what it used to be because, you know, they have their own personal anecdotes of how nursing was and how it should be and how it's not that, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But they they were very um, intentional about pushing me to go go to little bit, go and get your nurse and your nurse practitioner degree or right, go back to right, school, right. you know, so I've also had that experience as well. So again, there's a happy, a happy end to it. So I don't, I think that you experienced both. I don't think that you'll run into any nurse that's like, oh yeah, I've ran into nothing but horrible nurses all the time who oh, yeah, suck no. the life out of me, but you're also not going to no. always have that motherly nurse or that person who's going to be your best friend in nursing right. either. Like right. you're going to have a wide spectrum of it. Yeah, you would. And like my girl, Coco, let me tell you, when I tell you that girl looked out, she just, I mean, she really, really looked out. I was, you know, brand new on the floor and she just really took a liking to me and, you know, exchange, we exchanged numbers and she was not afraid to, you know, reach out, see what's going on, invite me here, invite me there. And I'm just really glad that I did take the time to step out and formulate this friendship um, because again, it just, it's, turned out to be really great so if you do have Mm -hmm. that person like I just I want people to realize like you you know feel your gut feeling like go with your gut you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. if a person is shady you can tell you can pick that up on certain clues like don't ignore the clues okay because they are there so they're there they are there just keep that in mind uh as well but just going back to like the workplace and those who may not necessarily be there for you and who want to sabotage you, they may ask you certain questions to try to get your opinion and then will low key start like a riot or a war within the, (laughs) within your department. I know where you're going with this. Based on what you're saying and because of this, you know, based off how you answered their question. And so, I mean, how have you handled or if you've ever handled anything like that in the workplace, especially when we've talked about certain topics in the workplace, like politics or let me tell you, I don't talk politics at the workplace. Like you can be talking about okay. whatever, whatever president, whatever, you know, I, I, I just tune you out and I go on like I, you're not going to get an opinion from me, period. But, you know, politics, racial controversies, like what how, how do you handle that in the workplace? you put me on the spot because I knew where you were going with this. And I know that I've handled it really, really well. And at some times, I know that I've not done so well at other times. <laughs> but, okay, I okay, can so reword the question. Politics. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't really know how to read. <laughs> it's fine. No, okay. I, I got the answer. I got it. Let me see. I don't talk <laughs> politics, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't do politics at all. That's just not my thing. I'm not about to argue with you, whatever. When it comes to uh, racial inequalities in America and that type of stuff, um, hmm, it depends. If it's something that I feel like I'm going to get like really riled up about, I probably won't say anything. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm actually, it's interesting that you asked me that question because I'm actually in a season right now where I'm learning to be more intentional about engaging in those conversations 
and Mm -hmm. trying to quote unquote speak to people about being culturally sensitive without appearing uh as overly sensitive if that makes sense like i don't i don't ever want to come off as being um too woke the person that's just like (laughs) yeah yeah basically (laughs) basically because i feel like people won't take you i don't i don't care yeah i don't care about being woke but i don't want people to think like i don't want to scare people off from it like i want them to really understand it especially some of our non-black counterparts who probably don't quite understand some of the things that we're going through especially right now um in america I don't want to come off as too strong or too aggressive with it because I think sometimes if you fight fire with fire, you end up with a bigger fire. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I'm learning right now how to engage in these conversations and say, hey, you have a different a a different um, perspective on this. Let's figure out why you have this perspective and kind of pick people's brain and and share my side of it and I'm still not there a hundred percent. So maybe, you know, yeah, on episode three hundred or something, I can come back and say, Oh yeah, I figured it out. Cause I still don't know. <laughs> I talk about Jesus. I, I, I cannot okay. help it. I love God. I talk about God all the time. And I I've I've literally so girl, let me tell you. When I first started, I was I love God. You don't love you don't God. Love God. But- What's the- <laughs> Hey, that little song, that was lit. That little song, whoever came up with that. I don't even remember who did it, but that was, that was it. No, it was Mary Mary. Oh, was it? No, not Mary Mary. It was one of the, one of the sisters from Mary Mary. Erica Campbell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But anyway, so (laughs) I, I don't remember. What's the other one's name? Tisha? No, that's the girl off Martin. Listen, I'm not even going to. Tisha (laughs) Campbell. Listen, no, I'm not even gonna try because our followers are not about to talk about us because we we do not exactly know. like I I don't I know them as a as a duo I don't know their names individually I feel bad Lord. I'm gonna look it up and then I will yeah I'll get back to you guys but anyway <laughs> I literally when I first started um would talk about God all the time to whoever would listen I wouldn't you know just harass people but I have had um nurses who I was co-workers come to me and say yeah no I'm an atheist and Mm -hmm. again 21 naive and in love with Jesus don't really make a good match um because I'm like literally you don't love God what's wrong with you like I'm literally looking (laughs) um but I've learned over the years to just embrace people's differences and that's my religious um beliefs in no way um does that shape like if if you don't believe in something in no way does that shape the type of nurse that you are you know Mm -hmm. and I think early on because I was just so naive I did kind of have that um that bias secretly I would never say that to that person but I I do think that I did kind of carry that bias like like how do you not believe in something higher even if it's not God how don't Mm -hmm. how don't you and it's like I've I've had to check myself and I've learned yeah. that, okay, wait a minute. No, take a step yeah. back, girl. Like, right. Uh-uh. You can't force anything so, you know, I, on learned. anybody. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So. Exactly. So you don't talk politics. Do you talk about like racial inequalities or God or religion I, I, or anything I, like that? I don't. I don't. Well, so as far as um, 
religion, I don't mind sharing um, or telling anyone about my faith and my experiences. However, I don't try to force it on anybody. Um, if I know that we share similar faith beliefs, then I will be more inclined to share that with that person. Um, one of the examples yeah. too was like my, um, one of the physicians that I was working with was trying to figure out what to do with the patient. Um, or yeah, what to do with the patient. And the physician was just going back and forth, like, well, should I do this? Should I do that? And I'm just listening to, you know, all of these thoughts. And so I just looked at the physician and I said, just pray about it. <laughs> and that was simple. <laughs> and it was so crazy. <laughs> I mean, he was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. That's what I should have done in the first place. Just prayed about it. And he literally sat there and prayed. And I, but I knew because oh, we wow. had, had previous conversations, you know, I knew that we shared that same belief and shared that same faith mm -hmm. and both believed in God and mm -hmm. Jesus, our Lord Savior. And so he mm -hmm. literally sat there and prayed. And do you not know? This Girl, physician got an email literally less than five minutes Girl. after praying with the answer that he needed to do with that, with wow. regarding that patient. Okay. And I was just like, oh, like I was mind blown. I was literally like, right. Come through, Jesus. Like, come through, you know? Right. Right. Um, right. So I thought that was wow. great. I thought it was such a good experience. And that was just another way that we were able to connect in the workplace. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, I don't really do a whole lot of talking. I go to work. I try to go. To, I, I'll have fun yeah. at work, you know, but listen, I try to go do my yeah. job and I go home. Like, yeah, I, I try to yeah. do. That's, that's kind of where I am now. Yeah, I try to do is, you know, the least amount of talking um, as far as like things that are going on outside of the world. I try not to do or partake in too much of that just because I just never know. People get offended so easily, so, so easily. And yes. I just really try to yes. avoid that. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I just recently started an amazing internal medicine job and I've been challenged with some of these same um kind of issues. And it's like, okay, but I, I found that I'm a lot more reserved. I'm less about making friends and more mm -hmm. about getting the job done as I would mm -hmm. like. And of course, when you're younger, you want to be social and I'm a social butterfly. I've never met a stranger, but now that I'm a little bit older, it's like, okay, let me come in here and do my work and go home, take care of these patients yep. to the best of my abilities. And I feel like I literally look at my job as my ministry to my patients. And so mm. I don't really right now. Yeah. I don't really see, like, I don't have a lot of, you know, we will laugh and joke around and everything, but in terms of just trying to have those political conversations or be in the midst of um, those weird conversations, I don't even try to get into it, honestly. Like, it's like, nope, I'm gonna stay yeah. in my office and read something yeah. on up to date about phlebitis or something. I don't know, girl, but right. <laughs> Something yeah. crazy. And and for yeah. the listeners, so. um, for the listeners who are listening to this right now, we are going through literally a shift in the country or this big uproar. This is around the time um that George Floyd was wrongfully killed. Um, and he was a black man and it has started, you know, 
a, a worldwide protest. Civil. Yeah. Yeah. Civil almost like a movement. civil, yeah. It's, yeah, civil a movement. movement. Um, yeah. So there, I'm sure in a lot of different, you know, offices and clinics, there are conversations surrounding this. And mm -hmm. me personally, now, you know, if it comes up in my clinic, I'm definitely, like you said, just feeling a little more inclined to talk about it now. You know, I was able to join a protest right. here. Um, but right. at this point, just like we're in a sense fed up. So, you know, but right. luckily, luckily where I'm at currently, everyone is on the same page as far as, you yeah. know, okay, yeah, this is, this is wrong. So yeah. hopefully wherever yeah. you work, you have people who, you know, are, if you guys do engage in conversation, you have people who are willing to stand up for what's right and, you know, are not staying silent. But I guess if they do stay silent, they all, I guess they also have that right. But then that should tell you a lot as well, too. So, yeah. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah. It's heavy. It's so yeah. heavy. It is. And it's, it's, yeah. it's still just fresh. This has only happened like a week ago or a week and a half yeah. ago or, or so, you know, something like that. But yeah. Mm -hmm. it's definitely yeah. been a lot so yeah okay Whew. I feel like that was just a a moment <laughs> for yeah. me to relive just kind of all the things that we've been going on in the past couple of weeks here or last week or so but yeah but just no okay that was my little moment of silence well I don't really have any silence but yeah <laughs> That was just my moment. <laughs> no, that was our, that was us paying our respects. Yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Paying our respects for sure. But um, now, do you have any, or have you experienced any of your coworkers like who try to check you for, like, let's say you're like five minutes late from your lunch or whatever. And they're like, um, they're like watching the clock, like, oh, she been gone like an hour and a Girl. half. Like, where's she at? Girl. Okay. So. I have not ex experienced that, but I think it's only because I am horribly type A. Like I hate being late. I hate like not fitting into my time constraint. So I also don't like, if I'm, if I'm three minutes late, I'm losing my mind. It's really bad. Like it is horrible. And <laughs> so I think that the only reason I haven't had people kind of like, like check me on it is because I just, I'm typically going to try to be early. And I think that I'm like that because I have the fear of people saying, oh, you're three minutes late and me having to like, you know, waver between the spectrum of shying away from a conversation and being very, very upset that you're checking me about three minutes. Mm -hmm. So I just, I don't, I don't, mm -mm, nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but have you, since you, since you brought it up, I'm assuming you done had somebody come up and be like, okay, Terika is, is is a minute and 36 seconds where you at like on the dot on the dot so right I, I've, seen it, right. I've seen it happen to other people because like i said i observe okay. everything so yeah i've seen it happen to other people yes and, I, and yes. they're like okay so i need to come on now i'm ready to go on my lunch like where they at they late they supposed to be in back blah blah i'm, I'm just oh. looking like like first of all yes. why are you that involved and worried about what they doing right now girl um girl and then whoever comes to relieve them and then they go on a break and they're gone for an hour and a half like what <laughs> i'm just a 
complaining about this and then you go and do it but you know they do it for retaliation purposes kind of thing so but um but no i'm kind of like you like well if anything is going on like let's say i do go run to get lunch and there's a long line mm -hmm. or it's taking them a little bit longer i'm mm -hmm. always communicating that to somebody so they know like right oh you know line right, right around the corner like i'm i'm probably not gonna be back when i'm supposed mm -hmm. to so right yada, yada, yada. you know i don't have right. any issues Same. but i am a Same. communicator i'm gonna let you know what's going yes. on you know Listen, and, 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 i'm gonna over communicate <laughs> yeah you ain't gonna say i ain't tell you right right and then granted there are people who do take advantage you know and abuse the time you know, they stay gone longer than they're supposed to. So I get it. You just gotta watch out. Mm -hmm. I just don't like those those people who feel the need to micromanage. I'm I'm definitely not a micromanager. You know exactly what you're supposed to be doing, when you're supposed to be back. I'm I'm not gonna control it mm -hmm. you at all. You know, so I just I just don't girl, like yeah. for people to do that at all. Girl. Me neither. Me neither. But I, I, I try to like stay in my own lane and I just look. So I be thinking it though. So I'll see it and I'm like, mm. she knows she need to mind her own business, but I ain't gonna say nothing about it. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I be thinking to myself, girl. Exactly. That's, how oh, I'm That's what I'm like too. Like, why are you working? There were so many people like that. And I just cannot believe there are people who have that much time on their hands to Girl, keep up with somebody else. It's supposed to be taking care of their patients. Like what? <laughs> That's oh, the crazy thing I'm about doing. it. Like you must not, your Ooh, patients must be. <laughs> how how do you have time right now? <laughs> these people tickle me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, I think that we are running out of time. As always, guys, thank you so, so much for listening to us. And we look forward to hearing from you guys and you guys hearing from us on our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. And we will see you next time. <laughs> Bye.